Welcome to the Jubilee Plus podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Rosie Hopley as she explores how we can follow Jesus' model and learn how to suffer and lament well. Today I want to explore the question, where is God in our lament when it doesn't feel like our distress will end? The Bible shows us words of lament and hope and teaches us how God reaches out in his mercy when people are afraid and grieving. Jesus prayed and cried out Psalm 22 verse 1 from the cross and we can take comfort from these words which we can embrace as our own too. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? For those deep in lament, these words of Jesus and the psalmist can feel like our words too. Jesus shows us that even God laments, the maker of the heavens and all the universe. Since we are made in God's image, it's understandable for us to lament too. Later in the same psalm, it says this in verse 24, for he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. As God the Father heard God the Son's cry for help, so the Father listens to our cry too. We can take heart. God will send his comforting help and strength to us because he is merciful towards us and hope is possible. Only in expressing his heartfelt pain could the author of Lamentations write in chapter 3 verse 22, because of the Lord's great love we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Now, followers of Jesus know that life brings trouble, whilst living with hope because of Jesus's life, death and resurrection. In seeing how Jesus called out from the cross during his own suffering, it helps us to know that we too can come to God with honesty about our suffering. These are important truths for us to understand. God sees us and is at work and knows the reality of deep suffering. And the wonder of scriptures like Lamentations and Psalms is that they show an example of how we can honestly express our deepest fears and questions so that God can hear. When we do this, it brings an opportunity for us to know God's love and comfort in the distress and for him to speak words of life over us. So what do we make of this journey through suffering? What do we do with it? Well, one thing that we can do is to acknowledge it. Acknowledge it in the church. Dignify people in their pain. Don't ignore it. Take people's laments seriously, whether these come from fresh wounds or from long buried pain and grief. Another thing we can do is bring them to the healer. God does not leave us alone in our distress. This is his promise spoken by Jesus, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And thirdly, we let us find ways to be honest in the reality of suffering and to dignify it by deep listening. As church, we get to help one another and others to draw near to Jesus, especially those who are weary. There is an honouring of people when we see their pain and bear witness to it. And there is a precious ministry of presence. And we follow a God of all hope. So we as church have our part to play to show that God the Almighty 
does have an answer for those who lament. Let's reach out, enter into the isolation of another person so that they know they are not alone. Let's show the world what God shows about himself, that he is the one who binds up the brokenhearted, that he came to save us from isolation and despair. And when our hope is in him, he renews our strength so that we can walk, run and not be weary. Let's keep pointing others to God, to his love and the deep, powerful transformation that he brings to us. Let's point to his great faithfulness and the truth that those who mourn shall be comforted. Thanks for listening to this week's episode in our Tis Mercy All series. Don't forget to subscribe or leave a review. And if you'd like to find out more about the work of Jubilee Plus, visit jubilee-plus.org or follow the link in our show notes. Underneath the shelter of your